All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Roger and Stone Show, beer and a song edition, the Northwest Indiana chapter. Uh, today's guest, again, is Nathan Giltner, a.k.a. The Great Explainer and special guest, and I'm so fucking glad we have him on, is my buddy, Joe Arquette. What's up, guys? Yo. How are you? So, Three-way. Yeah. <laughs> We're having a three-way. <laughs> so we were before Back to man love. <laughs> so before we got before I hit the record button, we were we had a small conversation. Um, Nate, Nate, what was it that you said again? Because I I didn't know this until you told me right now. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne dropped a new record today with uh, Elton John, and they do a song called Ordinary Man, where they both sing their hearts out about being ordinary men, and it's Elton John and Ozzy Osbourne, and that's well, pretty awesome. <laughs> I can see Elton John singing his heart out, but Ozzy, I mean... <laughs> okay, okay, so, uh, yeah, okay, Ozzy's not singing his heart out. Let me go ahead and recant that last statement. <laughs> I was going to say, his heart's long gone. <laughs> yeah. He, he is he is stumbling his mumbles out. It's it's great. Oh man, it's great. And then Joe, you said that him and Post Malone are our best buds. Yeah, they got their second track together out now. Apparently, there's two. Yeah, yeah was, like I said, <laughs> my buddy at work and I were listening to it, and we just kind of look at each other like, "So is this their mashup name? Uh, Post Sabbath? Post Sabbath." <laughs> It's got a literal meaning to it, I guess. Yeah, in a way. I was going to say something different, but I, that probably would have sounded racist, and I'm not. I'm not going to go that direction. Um, yeah, there's there's also just some video of Ozzy Osbourne meeting Paul McCartney, and there was some uh, awkward exchange about apparently Ozzy like stole something or trashed something, or there's some there's some like back in the day something happened between Paul McCartney and Ozzy Osbourne. And like the meeting, of course, is on video and it's so awkward because Ozzy Osbourne, I don't think Ozzy Osbourne even knows like it's Paul McCartney or at this point who Bar- Paul McCartney Whoa. even is. <laughs> yeah. And you can just like watch this like bizarre exchange of like one of the most famous men in the world confused at who the other most famous man in the world is. And like this uh, is gotta, not I going well. Check with that us. out. <laughs> yeah. Paul of, who? Ozzy yeah. what? Yeah, a lot of Ozzy Osbourne things to catch up on today, guys. Yeah, I haven't heard Ozzy anything from Ozzy in a long time. I haven't even heard his name in a while. Jesus, and he's over here about to fucking fist fight Paul McCartney in an awkward way and making songs with Post Malone and Elton John. And man, sounds good times. Sounds like a real good time. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so let's kick this off, gentlemen. What are you drinking tonight, Nate? what, What you got in your hand? I am doing a a new Belgian, and it's part of their Belgian collection, and it's a 1554, which is uh, des- which is described as an enlightened dark ale brewed with spice. Mm. Um, and it's dark; you cannot see through it in your glass, but it's not heavy. It's kind of like a light dark beer. Yes, yeah. I've had and that. it, uh, yeah. And it's definitely got some spice on it. Um, it's not really overly anything 
I would say the spice probably stands out the most about it. Um, it's not the greatest thing in the world. It's certainly not the worst thing in the world. Um, it, it's got a lighter, brighter taste than you would think by looking at it. It looks very heavy and dark, but it still has this real bright, light texture. Um, kind of dry, a little bit of chocolate, um, and a little bit of spice on the end. So it's it's definitely, definitely drinkable. You know, the more you're looking into brewing beer the better your descriptions become. And I don't think I want to fucking describe what I'm drinking because it wouldn't come anywhere close to the way you just talked about your beer. And that's just, and I've had 1515 before, 1554. I'm just like, dude, that's a basic ass beer. And he made it sound classy as shit. Yeah. Yeah. That was professional. That was very, I am waiting for your brewery to open. sir. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. A lot of times I'm like reading the bottle to get some descriptors and pull some stuff off. I'm, I'm not going to pretend oh, that every cheater. one of those words came right off the top of my head. But yeah. uh, um, it, it's like you said, it's it's it is kind of basic. It's nothing like too hard to find. You can probably go get it at Walmart or your grocery store. Mm. But it's an it's an interesting beer. And that's why I kind of think it's cool. It's interesting. It It looks like it would taste differently than it tastes. And that's kind of cool. Nice. All right, Joe, what you got going on? I haven't started the beer. I've been on this, like, 2020 no beer kick so, so far. So what's the deal um, with that? Explain that, because when you <laughs> when you came to that UFC party I had, um, or lack thereof uh, party, um, what, uh, you, you the said Wayne that, show. yes, <laughs> with this spicy buffalo chicken dip that was just way too buffalo, man, that shit was spicy. <laughs> So spicy. Um, yeah, you did say because you, you brought over the the small boy of the proper 12, as Conor McGregor would say, and some ginger ale. And small lad. The small, the small lad and the big boy. A wee lad. But you, uh, you said you weren't going to be drinking beer until uh, St. Patrick's Day. Now, what, what's the whole reasoning behind you not drinking beer right now? Uh, I don't know, a break, I guess. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not disciplined enough to, like, just do that whole dry January thing. So, like, just been sticking to whiskey and gin and tonics mm. um, here and there, weekends. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm sipping on that Jameson cold brew right now. So my beer that Ooh. I picked up on the way home from work today, I was like, all right, well, it's got to go well with the Jameson cold brew, which if you haven't tried it out there, it's amazing. Uh, limited edition thing Jameson did where they, uh, yeah, did a Irish whiskey infused with, you know, a natural cold brew, mm-hmm. you know, Arabica beans, Brazil, Colombia, you know, all that good stuff. I'm no coffee connoisseur, but uh, it's tasty, just on ice alone. Does it, it come in a coffee? A bo- does it come in a bottle or is it like independently canned? What's the what's the delivery? Uh, yeah, standard. You know, Jameson bottle style, okay. darker okay. bottle, obviously, to, uh, you know, keep it fresh, I believe, is the reasoning behind the dark bottles with dark beverages. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Good job, <Of> any <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so... I, I mean, there's a lot of pressure to sound super professional with your... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a tough follow-up to Nate, right? <laughs> I feel like they're on Google, like, shit, why did they put it in a bottle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It might be um, something to do with the light, but I'm just guessing. 
Yeah, I've heard that about like the skunk beers, why they're mm. all in green bottles. But again, I'm not super educated on it, just uh, hearsay stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the beer I picked up is uh, called Pothole City. So I'll give you one guess where it's brewed. Probably Chicago. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> you are a winner. Yeah, I know. I hit those fuckers every day. <laughs> R.I.P. to the tires out there. Yeah, dude. I We're swear to God, up. two two ninety four is just nothing but potholes, man. <laughs> Fucking potholes. So yeah, it's a Pipeworks Brewing Company out of Chicago. Um, I'm reading the can. It's an Imperial Stout Ale with vanilla, cocoa nibs, lactose, and natural marshmallow and almond flavor. Oh, I'm all in for that. That sounds sounds good. (laughs) That sounds fantastic. Man, I don't even want to say what I got. I was surprised it all fit on the can, honestly. I'm reading it. I'm like, damn, I like just did a total 360 reading this around the can. (laughs) Marshmallow and almond. That sounds, that sounds different and interesting. I mean, and for an ale, Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I, I love a vanilla stout. I mean, that's wonderful, but marshmallow and almond kind of puts a different spin on that. That sounds mm, way cool. That sounds good. Save me a So, can. yeah, just <laughs> just started pouring it, and it is as dark as you could get. You can't see probably the sun behind it. So are you breaking your no beer rule for this, or are you? Uh, what, what? This would be my second pint. Uh, the first one, because the local, like, Irish pub place, over by me, uh, Quigley's has this thing on Mondays right now that you buy a Guinness for five bucks and you get one of these like super cool collector pint glasses, uh, Guinness glasses with like the 60s, 50s, 60s advertisement on them. Cool. So last Monday or this past Monday uh, was the first Monday. And uh, yeah, I was like, well, I need to get one of these pint glasses and I'm probably just going to keep going there on monday to get this pint but it has the little turtle with the pint of guinness on its back on the pint glass so that was my first beer of 2020 was a guinness and now this will be numeral dose that's cool that's cool (laughs) mr bilingual over there (laughs) again trying to sound fucking fancy (laughs) you did a good i don't got a head though (laughs) that's next that's next All right, and as for me, I am drinking a, as per usual, an imperial stout because uh, for some reason, especially with the uh, the winters here in the Midwest, uh, it's it's better to uh, to layer up, especially with with your beer. So it is an imperial stout. Uh, it is a bourbon barrel aged, brewed with maple syrup. Now I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna pull a Nate because I never thought about doing that before, and I'm gonna read the label here. Uh, it's a it's a seasonal imperial stout brewed with uh, maple syrup and two yeast strains. Uh, bourbon barrel aged for eleven months. Uh, let me see, and yeah, so it's got coffee, chocolate, raisin, and vanilla notes, which you can definitely taste. Uh, with the pour alone, there was really no head at all, uh, and it's one of those where, uh, like you explained before, uh, the great explainer. Um, you can't look through the glass and it's like basically pouring used motor oil. Uh, now, it is called Wolves in the Piano and it comes from Birds Fly South located 
in Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, dude, Birds Fly South. That's my. That's a local brewery here. It's yeah, just no. like, wait, what? <laughs> ah, I'm a fucking world traveler, man. Come on. Damn. So Birds Fly South is a great little brewery, a communal space. There's a bougie taco place attached to it where you can get bougie tacos that are delicious but way too expensive uh, per taco. Um, but, uh, yeah, cool little courtyard, uh, right behind birds fly South. There is a ax throwing, uh, yes. bar where you can go, go drink, drink you some beer and throw you some axes. And, um, yeah, very cool spot. Very cool spot. You man. caught me off guard with that. I know. I was, I was like, man, I'm going to do this for Nate. Now, uh, how I got you this. You two are professionals. Thank I'm already, you. Like... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be intimidated, Joe. <laughs> rookie <laughs> rookie move <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it's it's understandable i mean you're 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 sticking with the whiskey well you were hey i'm the one who got my beer from the grocery store all right so let's <laughs> let's let's see who's amateur hour here <laughs> well i mean you got it from the grocery store but you made it sound like it was a 30 dollar bottle of beer <laughs> you read a label like morgan freeman <laughs> i mean he is the great explainer so comes with the, the chocolate <laughs> the overtones chocolate. <laughs> sound like you should be wearing a tie and a vest <laughs> i like vests i'm not gonna lie <laughs> But yeah, so the the way I got this beer is there is a, an app. Um, there's no affiliation tied to the Roger and Stone Show. Um, it's called, uh, I think it's Tavor, Tovor, or something along those lines. But you can download the app, and it basically what they what they do is um, they get beer sent to them from local breweries all over the country. And what you can do is you go to the website. I usually go daily to see what they have. I didn't do it for a while, uh, but I was like, man, let me download this app again because I, I think what happened was something happened and I updated it and it didn't it didn't update correctly onto my phone. So I just I just kind of gave up. <laughs> and then I, and I was like, man, I'm, I miss ordering beer. So I went back, uploaded it, and then all of the all of the beer started popping up. And I used to order it before I used to order from them and. I just had my regular fridge just completely filled with beer. So I went back and I just started ordering again. And the one that I saw, I, I started scrolling because I want to read the description of it. And it said that it came from Greenville, South Carolina. I said, I'm going to fucking throw Nate off with this one. Yeah, <laughs> so, no. You said birds fly south. And my brain was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> like, I, I know, know you. <laughs> Yeah. So, so what's the name of it again? Just so I can it's, see it when I'm there. It's uh, Wolves in the Piano. Cool. Yeah. It's it's uh so it is for an imperial stout. It's you know usually imperial stouts are pretty strong. This one isn't as strong. Uh, you can definitely taste the maple syrup in it. But uh, for those out there that uh never tried an imperial stout, do not start with this one. <laughs> Uh, this is sitting at uh, 12.3% horsepower, so be careful Oof. if you're drinking a can. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure halfway through this goddamn podcast, I'm going to be nice and toasty. Yeah, that's thicky. So when you get when you get beer shipped, does it need to sit for a while so it's not like shaken up or or does it well, ship does it ship warm? Like how does the shipping work? Yeah, so they ship it warm. I'm guessing they receive it the same way. 
Uh, because it would be pretty dumb if because I mean, I don't think it would be smart to get cold beer and then yeah, put sure. it in a warm box and ship it because you know what it does to the beer. Um, yeah, sure. So yeah, they they put it in a box and they ship it. And what ends up happening is because when it shows up, it usually sits outside of the apartment, well, outside of my door. Um, and thank God it's it's an indoor. You got to walk in a door first, and then you go up the stairs or to the side where my apartment is. Um, it'll sit there for probably, you know, like eight hours, almost a full day before I get back home and grab it. So it does sit okay. for a bit. And then, uh, I usually try to find stouts or porters to kind of sell her. So I'll, sure. if, if I find some, cause I got two of them, they're going to come in, they ship out March 11th. So again, with that Tavor, you can actually, uh, create, or they call it a, uh, make a crate. And then you just pick out, so, so you can set up a time, you you can pick out as the days go on certain beers that you want, and they sit until you're done, and then they say, hey, this is about to end, and we're going to ship this out. Is there any other ones you want to order? And then they box it up, and they send it out. So you can set it up, at like because I usually have it set up for a month, and as I go through the the days, you know, I'm like, I want this one, I want this one, and then I get a box full of like 20-some beers. <laughs> huh. And then if you go over like a certain amount, they ship for free. But if not, it's like fifteen bucks, I think, for shipping. But they 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 do they they do take care of it. They package it pretty well. And um, yeah, so I got a I got an eclipse from Truckee. What is it? Fifty Fifty Brewery in Truckee, California, where what they what they do is they have a beer called Eclipse, and. <laughs> I actually, <clears throat> excuse me, I actually had one when I went to visit Joe, uh, I think last year, uh, an eclipse where what they do is they, they take, oh my God, how does it work? Um, they take like uh, a certain amount of beer and they, they age them in certain bourbon barrels. Like you can get one in Elijah Craig, you get one in Old Fosters, you can get one in like, uh, like some sort of cognac. And then they put the wax on top in different colors. So that way, you know, but what they do is they don't tell you what it is. You have to go online and find out what it is just by the color of that wax. So, huh. so the one I had is like a, a, a metallic purple and I had to go look and the, and it was uh, old Foster's old Foster's bourbon, but it was like $30. It was like a $30 bottle of beer. And I, uh, I got two of them. So one of them is aging. And then they just released two more, or actually three more. And I bought two of each also sitting at, I think it was like one was 25 and the other one was uh, 23. One was 28. And then those are going to be on the next one coming in. And usually I, I sell her one and then I drink the other just so I can. Have you had her, you ever had anybody porch bandit your box of beer sitting out there? I have no idea what you. Oh, oh, you're saying like steel? Like, no, no. Yeah, like, I was like, wait a minute, man. What? What? <laughs> it's you know that's the it's the lingo the kids are using these days. Porch bandit. That's but a yeah, good one. Has anybody ever like yopped your box of beer that's sitting out in front of you? No, 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 no. Usually, um, usually it's just, it'll because again, it's it's uh you have to walk through a door before you actually get okay. inside the apartment. Okay. And gotcha. they usually lock those doors and I mean, no one's going to come in. And during, I think uh, one of the gentlemen at, at about five or six o'clock, he'll go out there and lock the outside door so nobody can get in. Cool. So they'll sit Dude, there, that's... they'll sit there for a bit, but I'm probably going to tell the young lady upstairs like, Hey, can you do me a favor and just, you know, just hold this for me until I get back. And then, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm super interested in that app. That's cool. A way to, you know, I live out in the middle of nowhere. It's, it's a 
trip and a chore. I got to drive all the way into Greenville to kind of get anything really good. Yeah. Um, that would be cool to have a box of it show up at your house. Yeah, and you can get it from all over. Like I said, uh, that one's coming from Truckee, uh, California, and then I got a couple coming from New York. But you can get like all sorts of shit, man. Like I usually find the stouts, but I'll get Imperials. Um, or not Imperials. I'm sorry. Um, IPAs, Imperials. I'll get a IPA sent out, and those are usually the ones that go first. It just depends on on what I'm getting. But uh, I mean, if if you do it every day, if you get one or two a week, you know, for the entire month, and they just charge you for that day or whatever, you know. But it's not it's not a bad way to get beer and try new beer. I like it. I actually yeah, like sure. it because I'm not going to be able to go to like you know Virginia and try the beer they have, or go to New York and try some of their IPAs, or you know Florida or California or wherever. Yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> so it, it is something that I do enjoy, and it, it's fun. I'll, I'll I'll shoot you the app um, after we get after we get done with the podcast, and then uh, which one of you gentlemen would like to go first on your songs? Don't Coin matter. flip. No, uh, it don't matter. <laughs> I, 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 I I feel like I've got the easy one. I kind of not that I took an easy way out, but I, I took a pretty easy song and uh, uh, didn't have to put much thought into it. So. Um, I am doing uh, Sturgill Simpson, Turtles All the Way Down. I am seeing Sturgill Simpson in Asheville tomorrow, so it was just kind of a an, an easy connection. I picked the song because I'm going to see him tomorrow. Um, I picked uh, Turtles All the Way Down because it is, it is the most accessible. If you've never heard Sturgill Simpson, I describe it as like country music for people who don't like country music. And, <laughs> and this is just the most obviously accessible, obviously catchy. He has a great voice, uh, very cool, interesting lyrics. And there's much, much more interesting, deep songs to talk about in his in his catalog. But this is just like a, if you're only going to listen to one song, listen to this song. It's a lot of fun. It's it's kind of interesting and, and deep, but also just about drugs. So it's as deep as you want it to be. But at, at its core, it's literally about like doing drugs. But it's not about like doing <laughs> stupid drugs. It's about like... Uh, you know, expanding your consciousness, LSD, psilocybin, DMT, marijuana, things like that. It's not like doing rails of cocaine at a strip club. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a little more profound than that. Um, and what I kind of like about Sturgill Simpson, aside from he is, you know, he's got a great voice. He's a great musician is he really, really is a true artist. And that's what I kind of find most interesting he is his origin is absolutely country music i mean his very first album high top mountain it sounds as kind of honky-tonk country as honky-tonk country gets um his second album is where turtles all the way down comes from and the title of the album or the, t- the title of the album is meta modern sounds in country music and that's really what it is it is this kind of psychedelic meta modern sound in country music. I mean, it really is exactly what he says. Um, but uh, uh, he gets, he gets very interesting very quickly when you kind of just look at some of the stuff that he's done. Um, he did, he's got four albums, high top mountain, meta modern sounds, uh, a sailor's guide to earth and his newest sound and fury that just came out to 2019. Um, he won the, uh, the Grammy for Best Country Album for A Sailor's Guide to Earth, and he was nominated for Album of the Year for A Sailor's Guide to Earth. 
And as soon as he won those Grammys, he originally said he was going to take some time off touring after that album. But after winning the Grammys, he immediately went on tour, but he went on tour with <laughs> Guns and Roses. What? So the guy, yeah, so the guy wins Best Country Album and immediately goes on tour with Guns and Roses. Even the album itself, A Sailor's Guide to Earth, he made it for his son when his son was born. It's literally a sailor's guide to Earth. It's his gift to his son. This is how you live on Earth and be a man on Earth. And he does a cover of Nirvana's In Bloom. So, like, it's not a country album, but it is a country album, but it's not a country album. But he did Nirvana on it, and it's for his son. So immediately after Sailor's Guide to Earth and going on tour with Guns N' Roses, he makes his, his album that he did last year, Sound and Fury. And Sound and Fury is not a country album. Uh, Sturgill Simpson himself described it as really sleazy, steamy rock and roll, which is like an awesome description. And and he he after making uh, Sound and Fury or while making Sound and Fury, it accompanied with a Netflix anime that is this uh, futuristic, dystopian, post-apocalyptic samurai film. It is absolutely bananas to watch. And like it's as psychedelic as, you know, watching uh, Yellow Submarine or like it's just absolutely bananas. So you have this country artist that made a psychedelic rock and roll album with a samurai anime to it. The guy just pushes genres and boundaries and and what he wants to do. Um, He also like doesn't like his record label and and kind of said they don't know what his, his little quote was they don't know what the fuck they don't know what the fuck to do with me and part of part of the reason he made sound and fury he literally said if you don't like your label make a record that they can't market so half you know half the reason he made this country album that's not a country album that's a sleazy rock and roll album that has a samurai anime accompany to it is just like fuck you record label you are shitty and i'm gonna make your life harder for you like i don't know i just think the guy is awesome and his voice is spectacular i mean he just has a voice um turtles all the way down has some great lyrics again at at its core it is about like mind expanding drugs but it's it's more about kind of the metaphysics behind that um some of the lines in the in the song are Uh, There's a gateway in our minds that leads somewhere out there far beyond this plane where reptile aliens made of light cut open and pull out all your pain. I mean, that's that's just a great line. Um, The end of the the uh, there's there's a bridge in it that says uh, uh, every time I take a look inside the old and fabled book, obviously the Bible inside that old and fabled book, I'm blinded and reminded of the pain caused by some old man in the sky marijuana lsd psilocybin and dmt they all change the way i see but love's the only thing that ever saved my life so he's talking about drugs but not in a stupid way in a kind of expand your consciousness think about things differently um you know what is space and time it's it's meta it's metaphysics so i love that mix of country music which i don't like country music with you know crude drug references with metaphysics and profoundness and he just does it in a way that it works the song is so catchy his voice is so good i just i I can't get enough of the guy all right let's go ahead and play that again this is uh sturgill simpson's turtles all the way down introducing matt 
better modern sound in country music. I've seen Jesus play with flames in the lake of fire. I was standing in. Met the devil in Seattle. Spent nine months inside the lion's den. Met Booty yet another time. Showed me a glowing light within. But I swear that God was there every time I go to the eyes of my best friend. Since my son, it's all been done. Someday gonna wake up old and gray. Go and try and have some fun. Showing And that was Sturgill Simpson's Turtles All the Way Down. Um, I actually did like that song. I, I Again, like you, man, I'm not a big country. Um, yep, yep. I'm not a big uh, country fan, but this guy, I don't know what it is about him, and, and it is the lyrics because I, the only one I really, the only album I really listened to and I really got into that album was Sound and Fury. So, uh, well, that's the that's absolutely yeah. yeah because the thing is like he, he he's how you explained it is that if you if you don't like your record label make make a record that or make an album that they can't sell they can't uh, they can't market, they can't market. Yeah. that's a that's a fucking amazing album yeah <laughs> i yeah, really do so like good. that album it sounds really good that's kind of up my alley when it comes to that kind of funk blues country style i guess yeah, yeah. what is way. it but um now 
with the name itself, what what turtles all the way down? Is there is there a reason why he so, named it that? So turtles all the way down is that's not invented by Sturgill Simpson. That's an old kind of metaphysics concept, and essentially what it's saying is, um, if you, it's kind of a philosopher's. Uh, explanation of the universe essentially all of the universe is sitting on the shell of a turtle and that turtle is sitting on the shell of a another turtle and that turtle is sitting on the shell of another turtle and that turtle is sitting on the shell of another turtle and it's turtles all the way down um you know you could you know if you've ever seen the movie men in black where all of the universe is inside of the cat's collar or whatever and then at the and then at the end of the movie they open a door and they're just in some tiny little locker like the universe is every universe is just inside of a bigger universe inside of a bigger universe inside of a bigger universe and it's you know it's just a never-ending chain so turtles all the way down is like this old philosopher's joke that everything is just on the back of the shell of a turtle and the turtle under that is a bigger turtle and the turtle under that is a bigger turtle. The turtle under that is a bigger turtle. And it's just, you know, it's just turtles all the way down. So it's, uh, it's it's almost a, yeah, exactly. It's almost like a philosophical joke, man. I feel like it's my Guinness glass. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, Sturgill Simpson turtles all the way down. Ladies and gentlemen, the fucking great explainer (laughs) strikes again. Thank you, Nate. Um, I think I'm just going to give up doing this and pass the torch over to Nate because I cannot fucking compare to this guy. Jesus Christ. We have a new host. Yeah, no shit, man. I was hoping to get a career out of this, but fuck it, man. Just just ruin my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hey, man, I appreciate you for choosing that, uh, for picking that song. And um, I, I am going to give that album a listen to because I do actually like that song and listening to it. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> like, it starts off decent. And I'm like, okay, he's talking about Jesus and, you know, whatever else. Now, all of a sudden, he gets into how you were saying, you know, marijuana, you know, DMT, all the hallucinations. I'm like, whoa, where did this just go? <laughs> well, even the Jesus reference is essentially DMT. I saw Jesus standing in a lake of fire. Yes. Lake of fire is a DMT. Uh, you know, that's kind of what you see when you're on DMT or whatever. So yeah. he's he's he, and then he talks about Buddha and like he goes through all the religions. Yeah, because after he said that whole line with, you know, marijuana and the hallucinogenics, I'm like, now I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I get the beginning of the song. Um, the, now like, you're speaking my language. Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've never done uh, I've never done DMT, man, and I I really can't because of my job. But you know, sure, I mean, sure. As soon as I fucking retire, guess where I'm going? Yeah. So, so fun <laughs> fact: I just learned recently, DMT now comes in a vaporizer where you can oh, get oh, a DMT oh, vaporizer. Hold, hold on, Nate. Hold on, Nate. You're kind of you're wobbly right now. Give me one second. Oh, all right. Go for it again. I said, fun fact that I just learned DMT comes in a vaporizer now where you can vape, you can just like get a a DMT cartridge. Don't tell me that (laughs) shit, man. (laughs) Yeah, that, that seems like the recipe for an absolute disaster. If you have it that easily acceptable, you're, you're not coming back from that. Raja's starting a LinkedIn profile right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was hoping that this would take off, but now that Nate's fucking again, ruining my career. (laughs) Back to the drawing board. (laughs) God damn it. I got to figure something out. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Sturgill Simpson too. I'm, I'm the same way, Raj. Like 
country is not my thing, but there are great songwriters within that genre. If you could get past like that initial like film or whatever that you just hear, I don't know. It, it's a weird thing, but like the storytelling is amazing. Yes. And he, he is that. a prime example of that where it's like you heard, uh, what was it? Uh, Fury. Sound of Fury. No, Sound like, of Fury. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you're like, all right, like, what's the back catalog look like? And then it's, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. hold on a second. What? What the is this, fuck did is I this? Spell right? <laughs> did you did you listen to the Nirvana cover? His In Bloom cover yeah. is like it's it's almost like sweet and sad and slow and like if you understand like a country the song. albums. Well, that's true. You're not wrong about that. <laughs> touche, touche. But the, the the other thing I like about this song is that there, even though in the music itself there is a chorus line, but in the lyrics there's none. I think yeah, that's what yeah. I like about it. I think that I was like, whoa! I was like, there's there's really no chorus. It's just like they're all verses. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's what that's really fucking cool. I like that shit. But um, along with what Joe just said, the um, I mean, if you can get past the music and just pay attention to the lyrics, I mean, that's one thing that can grab you. And that's what that's another thing that I did like about this song. It started off like, all right, I get it. He's talking about the devil. He's talking about Jesus. Normal country song. And then, like I said before, he talked about DMT and I'm. All right, now this is making sense. You know, I'm getting it now, which leads me, which is not a bad segue, into the song that Joe picked because I was listening to that song on the way back um, from, you know, during work, I'm driving back. And that's another one. Again, it's one of those, uh, and no offense to Joe at all, that type of music I'm not really into. But for some reason, Joe likes that fucking music where these guys can just write some fucking lyrics that just hits you right in the heart. But uh, Joe, go ahead um, and explain your song. Uh, yeah, I want to preface it with uh, <laughs> our text exchange with this little uh, man love threesome or whatever. We have <laughs> Whoa, dude. Whoa. <laughs> Where I'm just, just like, I was, you know, kind of perplexed and... <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Roger and Stone show. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Um, Yeah, it's not as perplexing as the conversation in that sense, but it's like, how do you pick one song? Like, Mm -hmm. you listen to music, love music for so long. And, you know, I was bringing it back like, all right, do I? And I go back to your first podcast, Fear in a Song, where you're just like, hey, which direction do you go? Blah, blah, blah. There's all these... uh, you know, options, I guess. So the process of picking is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause again, I'm, I'm thinking like, all right, do I go to like my first memories of music where it's like, Oh, little feet, Dixie chicken, uh, Tony child, <laughs> away, like Tracy Chapman stuff. And then adolescence, like, you know, the incubus stuff, you guys already hit on that, you know? So, was, you know, summer romance was off the board. Uh, didn't want to go Beastie Boys or Rage, even though, you know, obviously we're going to go see them up in Alpine. Yeah. So that was a, a strong consideration. <laughs> and then it, it was like, all right, let's just figure out what has meaning behind it, I guess. Um, and that brought to 
the recent uh, memory and probably over the last five years, like the Ben, the national have just been, uh, I don't know. They, they just started to connect like I knew about them years ago. I mean, they've been a band for 20 years, um, you know, great musicians, um, musicianship is amazing. Like they progress album to album. It's cool. Um, but with that said, uh, this song that I picked about today, um, it, it just speaks on a lot of levels. It, you could liken it to, you know, a, a relationship or just, you know, in general, I guess it's kind of like everyone has their shit. Like, you know, people go through tough times and even when you're in those times, like there's someone else you love that's probably right there with you. So the song title about today, like, I just think like, you know, it's, Hey, don't forget to ask people about their day type thing. Mm. And it gives them that outlet to maybe vent a little bit. And, uh, you know, I I mentioned the death part of it. Like, you know, you, you, sometimes you lose touch or, you know, this and that. And then the next thing you know, like you don't have that opportunity any longer. Um, so it's deep in that sense. And then I mentioned relationships, you know, sometimes when they fail, you just look back and go, fuck, like I could have, you know, been a little more open or asked a couple more questions type thing. So in general, I think it's speaking towards regret in a sense, but it's also a very nice reminder to make sure that you stay in touch more than anything. And it's not a great songwriting, like great storytelling type thing, because it's fairly repetitive, but it's just bringing up this conversation throughout the song that's, uh, you know, yeah, I was lost for a while and, you know, kind of ends with, you know, forgot to ask you, how was your day type thing? (laughs) So, yeah, that was the end choice again so many other uh, options especially within like the nationals catalog because their album trouble will find me will you know that was the album that really just connected um so yeah that's my story today
That was Joe's pick. The song is called About Today by The National. Um, now, during the, the break when um, well, the song was going, um, Joe, you were talking about how you didn't know if he wanted to get that deep when it comes to songs. What, why is, is there a certain or a specific reason why? Um, yeah, again, it was the process of picking. And, uh, you know, I'm an emotional dude. So music is very close and uh yeah you find connections and i'm just going through you know all my music and every song i kept picking i'm like well shit that's you know pretty deep that's deep this is deep and it was (laughs) the inevitable was (laughs) right there in front of you type thing so it's like all right let's pick one that you know maybe a lot of people out there could relate to type thing um i think it's very important in that sense especially nowadays uh you know, with mental health awareness, like, you know, people being more comfortable to talk to people before it goes sideways. And, you know, this is something too, like, you know, Nate's a huge frightened rabbit fan. And that's another fucking dude. Jesus. That guy could write his ass off. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, After his, you know, path took 
you know, again, maybe in an inevitable turn, you're listening to these songs that are just fucking heart wrenching. Like, yeah. I mean, his very first you. album, he says, maybe I'll save suicide for another day. And, you know, yeah, up ten, two and ten years later, he committed suicide. So shit like it. that. It just all kind of paints this picture. And uh, you can't you can't hide from, you know, a deep thought or something, you know, in a conversation yeah. it could go a million miles. But the National actually after Scott Hutchinson, you know, uh, we lost him. Uh, they started just closing that whole tour with this song. And it that was probably the moment where it was like, you know, I love this song. Like when I was recording a lot of acoustic stuff, like I wasn't a huge national fan or anything, but this song was always like just very picky, great acoustic guitar, uh, simple. It was a good song then. And then at that moment when I saw him play it live, closing a show and, you know, you're with however many thousand people and everyone is just like kind of not a fucking like dry in eye that in the realization place. <laughs> bubble like of you know i'm gonna call someone and tell them i love them type thing yeah That's when it probably like hit its hardest uh yeah. you know in that sense yeah you know, i like the uh, or go, go ahead, ahead. Go no no you're good Nate. go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say i just i like that you picked the national because i I, I love the national. I'm on your side. I love the national, but like I associate you with the national, you know, uh, if I, if I pick two bands that I think of when I think of Joe, it's, it's like Radiohead and the national. And like you said, when you're picking your first song, how do you, what does that mean? What are you aiming for? What do you, what are you trying to communicate? My first song was Wil- a Wilco song just cause like, I felt like that was my music personality. That's like what I, what I wanted people to think of me as a music fan first. So you doing the national just seemed like a great fit to me, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever song you picked, it was just a good fit. And, and I liked your explanation and the, like the depth behind it and uh, the, you know, the, that they closed all of the shows after Scott Hutchinson died with that. And like, that's, that's awesome. Profound. I don't want to say it's awesome. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Great, great pick. So so, who is the Scotch Hut, Hut, Scott Hutch? Jesus Christ! Say the name, guys. Fuck. So so, Scott. so, so the Frightened Rabbit is my personal favorite band of all time, mm. and and Scott Hutchison was the lead singer, and his he was known for wearing his heart on his sleeves. I mean, his lyrics are some of the most honestly brutally profound just here is what i think and feel and he very openly battled mental illness i mean half of the song his songs are either about being mentally ill or about like unrequited love or breakups it's like one or the other that's it that's all you're getting um but he he was he and he was kind of musician's musician he's not a household name but everybody in the music industry just loved the guy so uh he tragically took his own life uh i guess it would have been two years ago now or maybe even three i'd have to look at the date time just kind of scoots on by but uh so yeah he was the lead singer and front man of fright rabbit okay so raj to put some uh like um i don't know what you would call it but when we were driving down to south carolina we were listening to that song and I was just, I played it. It was uh, my backwards walk, I think. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. And uh, that was the song that I looked at you. I was like, that's just fucking poetry over sound. That's yeah. like that. <laughs> I told Joe that should be the name of his first. Fu- no, no. It, you said it was uh, poetry behind sound. 
or something along those lines. You may you may have saved it in your notes, but I'm like, dude, that'll be a great fucking album for a song. Our great fucking album. This fucking beer's hitting me. It'll be a great yeah. name for your album or or a song. Cause he said it, and yeah. I stopped for a second. I'm and like, dude, that's a great trademarked by Joe. Nobody better take that name. <laughs> um, yeah, but, yeah no, I mean, he de- he describes that, he describes not getting over the breakup as my trousers seem to love your floor. I mean, that's just brilliant. Ooh, that's just brilliant upon ooh, brilliant. Wow. I'll try to draw a straight line. Help me till I get one right. I mean, see, his lyrics are just like no, amazing. No, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but but. It's just like with with that, it's the same thing. Again, I don't dig the music. I dig the lyrics. And it's maybe it's just a musician in me. Maybe I'm just, I don't want to say I'm closed-minded. I'm pretty much open-minded to anything. I'm not into it. I don't know why. But the fucking lyrics, they, they're pretty amazing. I have to say they are pretty fucking amazing. And um, it's just like uh, that band Blue October. I'm not into their music. I don't think I don't think the music is great at all. But that dude can write some fucking lyrics. He can definitely write some lyrics. And with Joe saying like, you know, this song's pretty deep. I don't know if I wanted to pick it or whatever. I, you know what, man? Why not? Because I'm pretty sure there's people out there right now that might may need to hear something like that. Because I mean, it, there's been a couple of situations where I have you know listening to this song. I pictured myself in that situation, but it was more of like a long distance thing. You know, you're not there. You're far away. I'm far away. You know, what do I got? You know, just the things he was saying in it they're you know, they, they, they do touch the heart a little bit. And if they don't, then you're just a fucking zombie. You know, <laughs> there's no heart. There's no feeling behind anything, but um, I do. I do really like the lyrics. And if I do start listening to the band, it's going to be, I might end up liking the music. I'm afraid I will. Um, but I'm afraid. I <laughs> I'm afraid I will. But the lyrics are the lyrics are pretty fucking amazing. And I've I've like the again a lot of the, I don't know if I said this before, but a lot of the songs that Joe listens to they do have a lot a lot of meaning when it comes to uh, the lyrics itself. So, sure, sure. I just I just you know like the first time I listen because again I listen to it over and over and over again while I'm driving. First time I heard I just kind of had a montage of a couple breaking up <laughs> like oh man yeah I to see it, people it, breaking up and then after after like the second or third listen i'm like man i'm comparing myself or i'm putting myself in this fucking song and i've been in this situation before well again like this it, there's no story necessarily but it jumps verse to verse almost saying the same thing where it's like hey you were far away i didn't ask you why and then the next verse he comes back and he's like Oh, you know, we were, I was laying next to you type thing. You, Hey, are you awake? Well, I didn't ask you about today type thing. Like, so again, it, it hits a couple different, I don't know, just feeling chords. Look at you. It's, it's hitting you again. (laughs) You're already thinking. I I, I know it's (laughs) it's even like hard to explain when you get into it. (laughs) Yeah. But like you said, yeah, there's that fear almost. And that's going back to like, that topic of mental health and everything like yeah there's fear and actually like letting that out but then you know when you do you feel better i think yeah and it's i mean it seems like people usually find their outlet in song you know i don't know i i, I mean that, that that might be the reason why i like i'm in love with music so much and again this us doing this uh i talked about it before in another episode us doing this is actually making me fall back in love with music again um but yeah, so 
Uh, anything else you guys say about the, that song, guys? Um, the last thing I'll say is like, you know, mention relationships, death, everything else. But uh, one of the thoughts I had in picking the song too, I was like, you know what? Actually, like Raj and Nate, like doing this podcast thing, that is like a instant connect, like keep in touch, like you know, something that's there that you both love type thing. And even though you know miles away half the you know america's away type thing like Mm. you find things to make sure that you don't lose that touch so cheers to you guys good good call actually joe with that with with you saying that man (laughs) everybody (laughs) clink one two three that was my whiskey and my beer cheers (laughs) to each other um which by the way back to the beer really quick this marshmallow almond beer is amazing do you have a do you have another can cold brew chaser oh like i'm thoroughly enjoying this combo are are, you made for each other do you have do you have another can or bottle of that with you or was that just like a solo bottle of the beer yeah um they have it at the at the l down the street (laughs) when joe says l he means liquor store that's just our old lingo (laughs) so everybody knows they're like l what the fuck is he talking about like the train down the street Ladies and gentlemen, Joe was actually Joe actually was born and raised in Hammond, Indiana. So please excuse his ghetto ness. <laughs> he contains it better we than all. I do sometimes. <laughs> it was like uh, Nate trying to describe the, you know, who's stealing your beer off your front porch? <laughs> Are they porch bandit? In it? What is it? Porch bandit? Yapping. Yap it. Yap it. <laughs> That's definitely <laughs> South Carolina. <laughs> hey, man, they don't nothing yap your port. <laughs> I'm going to say it, him, and that shit would be like they gank, They gank your shit. <laughs> they gank your boo, Hey, no, yo. they don't gank your shit. <laughs> right, that's enough 12.3 beer for me, man. <laughs> um, No, Joe, uh, you saying that about uh, me and Nate doing the podcast and, and, you know, again, yeah, that that is that is the reason why, you know, I do enjoy doing this. It's keeping in touch with Nate. But, dude, I would really fucking love it if you could keep doing this with us, because, again, you and Nate are the reason I wanted to start the podcast, the conversation. But it did just turn into Roger and Stone and then turn into beer and a song. So if you're up for it, man, I mean, fuck, dude, let's let's do it again, you know, because I think that would be fucking great, especially with with all three of us, man. I, I, well, now that I had a week of researching songs, I have a pretty decent like. There we go. <laughs> so, so, line up. So we will see but you on the next. Be episode. ready for some emotional shit, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, I actually was gonna pick the song that I just finished writing because I was like, "Fuck, like that's easy to explain." Well, and it's along the same lines where it's like, uh, shit, you know, again, that'd be great. You know, trying to get out of your own head type shit. But yeah, we'll save that for another day. And I Definitely. would love to. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, You're talking about one of your originals? Yeah. But Fuck, I didn't want to awesome. this platform to self-promote. Especially because. Oh, uh, way to plug, bro. It's not. Yeah. You know, it's like you and 18th Street. <laughs> Give me a commercial. <laughs> 18th street brewery if you're listening to this podcast you can reach me at roger and stone at gmail.com for sponsorship <laughs> and by the way speaking of plugs because i think you post the picture of the beers right uh-huh. i want to give a shout out to the artwork on my can it's this dude eric lundquist on your can yeah like your tushy 
on my can of (laughs) (laughs) on your (laughs) (laughs) I should have just said ass I mean we have been cussing this entire podcast (laughs) (laughs) on your arse on your little bum bum hey do you you think you hey do you think you could yap a tushy She's hot. I'm gonna yap that tush. <laughs> I'm gonna yap that little I tush. Care. I don't care if she's my cousin or not. <laughs> Movie quotes. <laughs> if anybody can guess where that's from, I will give you one of my fancy beers. <laughs> Leave a comment below. Oh man! All right. Uh... So yeah, let's segue back. You know, moving back, move moving on. back on. Rod, your song was the song where I was like, "Well, shit, that seems pretty uplifting." Like, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, there's really no explanation why I picked this song, other than the fact that um, the last couple of songs I picked, they they were uh, kind of personal in a way, or they had something to do with me. But other, I mean, the reason I'm picking this song is because it, it is an uplifting song. Uh, it's actually by <clears throat> by a, a a gentleman called Corey Wong. The song is called Golden. Um, now Corey Wong, I think bef- I could be wrong about this. I, again, I didn't do a lot of research. Uh, just busy on the road. But um, he's been featured on many different artists. Corey Wong is strictly just an instrumental guy. So him and his band, they just do just instrumental songs. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, but this one actually does have lyrics. It's called again. It's called Golden, and it's featuring the uh, a singer called Cody Fry. Um, I just picked it because it's 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 a song that just as soon as I heard it, it's one of those songs that you can't help but like tap your feet, or if you're doing the dishes, you can't help but shake your tush, um, dance, whatever. It's just one of it, it's it's it, it just makes you want to dance. It just makes you want to move. And I think now after you two sappy fucks just gave me these two songs that just make you think about life and DMT. <laughs> I think we just I think it just might be a good song. hand in hand. Yeah, it just might be one of these songs. It's just a good way to end the podcast. It um, is a great way to end. Yeah. And then, you know, Nate, you did say that when I passed it to you. I'm like, I'm going to see what these guys say. And you said it's like, uh, what, what was it? The Shrek 4? So, so I've got a three-year-old. We watch a lot of all the Shreks, but in Shrek Four, the Pied Piper, like he, when he plays his pipe, you can't help but like dance, and like he's a bounty hunter that like catches you by dancing, and that's exactly what it was. As soon as this song starts, your body's just like, oh, 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 yeah. oh what's going on? It's like, like once the entire band comes in, yeah. Like, oh, oh, what is this? I didn't know I had these moves. Oh, <laughs> um. But yeah, that's that's exactly why I picked this song. It's just more of a there's really no meaning behind it. I kind of wanted to take a break um, from the, you know, the the sentimental or a song that has meaning, whatever, and just kind of pick something, uh, something off the wall. This song was well, actually, this this guy, Corey Wong, young guy, by the way, was um, I was introduced to him by my, one of my old bass players. He uh, shot it over to me and, uh, and I. I you know, he, he gave me his, uh, I think his live in Minneapolis album, which by the way, if you guys haven't heard that, please listen to it guys. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty funny because again, for an instrumental band, it's 
it's hilarious because in between he's kind of just talking through the songs and it's it's fucking funny but it's a it's a great album um but yeah there's really nothing much else to say about it other than it's 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 a groovy song and uh i hope you guys if you're listening in your car that you get some shoulder movement uh just don't get no don't get a speeding ticket yeah oh wait a second it's not motley it's not motley (laughs) joe leaving a very mean (laughs) message you fuck We'll talk about that in a second, but um, I don't think you'll get a speeding ticket with this. Just don't tap your foot if you're driving because you might hit somebody. Break check. Yeah, but again, Corey Wong, the song is called Golden featuring the singer Cody Fry. Looking all around at the people I see Everybody's living the dream Starring in the show that we film on our phones Taking photos for pretend magazines I don't want silver, don't want the bronze I won't play party, I play the fines Every time I see a shiny thing on a screen I think, hey, maybe that could be me
that was Corey Wong Golden featuring the singer again, Cody Fry. Uh, on the break now, while we were listening to this, uh, we were kind of having a, a quick little a little chat and cracking up. But uh, Joe, jo, what do you think about the song? Uh, my first thought was just again like going back to your Scott Christmas. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is he doing? Like, <laughs> not making this easy on me type shit. But then, like, I listened to it again, and I saw, like, the album. It's, what, Elevator Music for Elevated something? Yes, yeah. <laughs> and uh, as I'm listening to it, I- I'm going back to, like, well, shit. Like, if you're having a bad day, this song is surely going to, you know, bring you up a little bit because it's just got that, you know, 80s sitcom. Like, I felt like yes. someone was across letters of the show (laughs) yeah (laughs) possibly golden girls i don't know like it was just like bizarre at first but again like it it tells a decent story and like you know hey get off your phone type shit you're trying too hard and you know take a deeper look that's kind of what i got out of it at least so it grew on me a little bit yeah yeah i mean uh, again the, the joe did name the album it's elevator music for an elevated mood yeah. Um, Nate, Nate, what did you think about the, cause you said you listened to the entire album. I listened to the entire album driving around with my, with my daughter. And I just thought it was like fun and energetic. And mm-hmm. we were both just kind of like bebopping, driving through the mountains, like moving and swaying. And I actually just pulled up our text conversation so I could get my exact quote, right. And my exact quote was quote, that's some straight fresh jive shit right there. Unquote. <laughs> um, yeah. And it is, it, the entire album is one of those albums where it's just like, it, it depends on, you know, if you're into that type of shit, that type of music. Uh, but it's one of those where you can't help, uh, you know, you're constantly tapping your feet while you're listening to this, this album. Uh, and much like Joe's where I said, you know, it just seemed like there would be a montage of people breaking up. This one just seems like it would be a montage of like people dancing or high fiving. High fiving. Yes. High fiving. Oh, so late, many. Late, high five. <laughs> <laughs> Give me five. And then people dancing and shopping in a mall or whatever, just having fun. There's a lot a of quick break, though, and recognize yeah. the fact that Nate's podcast, like, research and everything comes across so professional but then when he texts us he's like fresh jive shit (laughs) (laughs) it's a professional atmosphere man atmosphere here bro i mean when we're texting that's a different world (laughs) business on the podcast party on the text Awesome. <laughs> hey man, we're not we're we're not on the clock when we're texting, bro. That's that's why we can do that shit. <laughs> that's R and D. Oh my god. I, I, I feel like a lot of orange Juliuses were drank during the <laughs> song. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh man. That's making my that's making me sweat a little bit over here. You guys are making me laugh too hard. That twelve point five is that's that twelve yeah, that's that twelve point three horsepower getting to me. Again, wolves in the piano. <laughs> you can't find that shit, but Nate probably will. Um no I can find it on your doorstep, fool. <laughs> You're gonna yap my shit. Yap it. You're gonna yap my shit, man. Where's my beer? And you're gonna see me on Instagram, like, oh, 
Fool. Don't listen to this song while you're stealing beer. Fool just got yapped. <laughs> <laughs> listen to beer in the song, Roger and Stone. No, but uh, during during the break, we were cracking up at uh, Joe. Joe talked about it be uh, before I played the song. The whole uh, don't listen to this song while you're driving. <laughs> so here, here's the story behind it. Uh, earlier today, people who are on my personal well, I think I posted it on my my Roger and Stone as well. Um. <laughs> so for some reason and i don't know why but motley cruz kickstart my heart just gets me fucking juiced <laughs> like excited like, it pumps me up and i was uh i was driving to work uh, um and i was on klein avenue headed towards gary airport because where my truck is parked is across the street from gary airport and i got pulled over <laughs> While I was listening to this song and I had the earbuds in and I'm just fucking flying down Clyde Avenue. This Because at the beginning of the song, it's just, you know, that wow, and it's a guitar player and it makes it sound like it, it's an engine revving up, shifting gears. And then it just kicks into it into the guitar and then it just gets all fucking heavy on the bass and then. It's just a driving fucking song, just straight up bass drum, boom, 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 throughout the entire song almost. And I am just flying down Klein Avenue, and it's not even five miles from when I get on Klein Avenue, which is basically almost a highway, to when I get off on Chicago Airport Road. Um, and as soon as I get on, I don't, I, I guess I didn't see the police officer behind me. <laughs> Excuse me. But he pulls me over and, you know, I, 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 right as I'm getting off uh, the Chicago airport road over there, I pull over, I pull over to the side and he goes, uh, <laughs> he goes, uh, you were doing 70 in the 55. <laughs> Why were you driving so fast? And I go, <laughs> I was listening to Motley Crue's kickstart my heart. <laughs> <laughs> didn't lie with his I head down yeah knowing damn well basically it was it was i made eye contact for a quick second i was like well sir i was listening to Motley Cruz kickstart my heart and i just put my head down and kind of nod a little bit and he laughs he, he cracks up he goes just slow it down and walks back to his car <laughs> So the reason I could imagine the dog pissed on the carpet look on your face. That <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's basically what it was. <laughs> well, sir. Well, yeah, all my pride as soon as I opened that window just escaped <laughs> right into the polluted air. <laughs> and he goes back, he gets in his car, and I, I I you know finish off going to work and then he goes his direction wherever. But um but yeah, and then I posted it, you know, I took a picture of the song <laughs> of the on my Apple Music, posted it on my personal page and on my uh Roger and Stone. And then Joe, what was the fucking comment that you left? <laughs> so yeah, you you post a screenshot of your like Apple Music or whatever with Kickstart My Heart, Motley <laughs> Crew. <laughs> it says do not listen to this song while driving. Dot dot dot. You will get a speeding ticket! Exclamation <laughs> point with the hand in the face emoji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But then I'm thinking myself. So my uh, reply, I guess, it was uh, not. I guess it it happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm the interweb. I'm the I'm the gram. 
I just put, <laughs> this post could have ended after quote unquote song. <laughs> don't listen well, to this song because i'm like why the fuck are you listening to this song in the first place <laughs> i'm open-minded bro <laughs> again big question in raj like i love you you got great music taste but like every time you're talking about music i'm like what the fuck is he doing <laughs> hey man there's every now and then there's a couple of songs that you hey, know you gotta go off the rails man we got guilty pressure you know what you know what man i'm not gonna lie it's just like I, I, i'm gonna be straight up with you guys like uh, there are a couple of things one i own the notebook all right i bought it on purpose <laughs> <laughs> it didn't come in like fucking like club no 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 chick came over and left it behind i went now, to... did you get the did you get the metal special edition case the, <laughs> oh, dude, the commemorative the tin behind it and everything yeah i bought that with a box of tissue, but no guys, here's the thing fucking... here's the thing i bought that uh, i bought that movie but to make myself feel more manly, I bought Reservoir Dogs 10 year anniversary with it. I'm like, so, hey, that's not so for here, me. Hold on. Here's the real question. When you went up to the counter, which one was on top? Reservoir like Dogs. Set, okay, yeah, that's right. It was. Of course it was. But here, but the other thing is I kind of went to the cutest girl running a register. So Ooh, well played. Well yes, played. because I'm like, I can't go to I can't go to that big fucking dude over there with the yeah. big ass. I was going to say he bought it in May and he fucking went and bought a Valentine's Day card just to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. Oh, yeah, this is a gift. No. Twelve extra bucks. Yeah, <laughs> just buy tampons and chocolates. Along, it's not for me. It's for my girlfriend. <laughs> now, which which pajamas did you wear when you watched it? <laughs> <laughs> Little teddy bears and red hearts. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was gonna say, let everyone's imagination wander. Yeah, <laughs> you guys post in the comments what you thought I was. Oh no, actually, shit. <laughs> you know which ones. Don't what act like I you wearing? don't know which ones. <laughs> oh man, I think odds are on in his thong. <laughs> <laughs> My bathrobe and a thong with cleavage showing. Oh Jesus! All right, I'm ending this fucking podcast. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> All right, Nate, always a fucking pleasure having the great explainer on. Joe, it was a really, really good pleasure having you on. And I, I, I'm i pretty sure Nate agrees, man. I want to have you on again because this was a fucking fun time. The, these podcasts, for, for these, sure. Yeah, these podcasts with us are only getting better and better as time goes on. I'm pretty sure it's only going to just get more fun. So, Joe, if you don't mind, we're going to set up a date. If you can make it on that, please do, man, because this was awesome. Absolutely, man. All Great right. time. Uh, again, good reason to connect and share some stories and thoughts and all those, you know, yep. lovey dovey things. Ended yep. on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. But um, it's ended on an elevated note. Elevated. Get that reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Nate, where can, where can they find you at, Nate? Uh, I, I'm not cool. They can find me on Facebook. I'll I'll find you <laughs> at two weeks after you friend request me. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe, if if you want to, man, go ahead and throw out your handles uh, so uh, people can find you. Up to you if you want to. Uh, I don't do a lot of Facebooking, 
Um, but I do post a lot of art and stuff on Instagram. Actually, I don't because I've been in a lull. <laughs> I did. Oh, man. Um, but yeah. Well, it's, uh, that worked out real well. At a possible maybe. <laughs> at a possible maybe, guys. All right. This has been the Roger and Stone Show Beer and a Song Edition, the Northwest Indiana chapter, guys. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening, Joe, Nate. Thank you guys for being on. I had a fucking blast, man. My chest Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you too, man. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, stay tuned. I got more guys coming up. I don't think I'm going to do anything this coming up weekend, but we'll see. Marsh. M- Jesus. Marsh? Marsh? All guys. <laughs> Mar- uh, we're going to be, I-, I think I have uh, something coming up for uh, third week theater. We're going to be watching The Notebook, so keep an eye out. Later, guys.